Welcome to episode 052, Signs That You Are Awakening. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Beautiful one, before we dive into today's episode, I'd just like to remind you that you can now join Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine, my monthly membership group, for only $1 for the first month and $29 for every month after that. So come and try us out if you are ready to dive into weekly magic and medicine, beautiful sessions aligned with meditation, EFT, breathwork, somatic practices, and so much more. Coming up in this month in June, we'll be focusing on the theme of presence. So all of our practices and our life circle will be bringing you more and more into cultivating and becoming more aware of your own inner presence. Head over to clarabay.com, find the magic and medicine membership tab. Try us out for only $1 for the first month and I truly hope that it brings you the magic and the medicine that you need in these crazy times to feel centered, grounded, whole, alive and connected to your higher self. So let's get into it. I'm so excited to chat to you today about something that I take for granted and that is the beginning of your awakening journey, the beginning of your growth journey, the beginning of your transformation or your road or pathway towards consciousness. The reason why I say I take this for granted is because I am definitely not far along this journey, but what really strikes me is that I frequently have new clients come to me who are probably where I was at five or 10 years ago. And it's always such a refreshing experience because they come and present things to me, challenges that they're experiencing, problems that they deem to be a negative in their life that they need to work on. And it's refreshing because it reminds me of what what it's like to be at the beginning of this journey. And it also reminds me of my own particular journey and experience. So I thought I'd share with you some of the signs that you might feel or experience within yourself as you begin your own journey of awakening. And I really want to clarify here that when I say awakening, it can be on a really micro internal personal level as it began for me, or it could be awakening on a humanitarian, global, collective, energy-based level, which is what's happening for a lot of people at the moment, considering the world that we're in, what is coming forward, the truth that's being revealed, the shadow that is wanting to be held up to the light and all of the story and context that goes within that. So I'm not going to comment on that today, but I do want to just start by saying 
that whatever your journey of awakening is, it's perfect. And whether it feels big and huge and global or whether it feels like it's still on a really personal and inward level, that's also just perfect and fantastic. And to be honest, I think that that's kind of where it needs to start. So I'm going to start here with a story. I'm going to take you all the way back to, oh, wow, I must have been about 23, 24. And I'm sure many of you have heard of Saturn Returns. And if you haven't, I might uh, see if I can get in touch with an astrologer and chat with somebody about that in specific so that we can really bring that to light for you. But I was about 23, 24. I'd been living in in London for a couple of years and I had been starting to feel the beginnings of unrest, of uncertainty, of questioning who I was, what I was doing, where I was going, who I was relating with, what relationships I was in. And that feeling didn't go away. It intensified. Uh, when I decided to return home with my then boyfriend, I thought, okay, surely I'm going to come home back to home soil and stop doing all the crazy things that I was doing before, partying and taking lots of drugs and really start to um, assess my life objectively and really look at things from a different perspective and see what's happening. So I thought, okay, surely this feeling will change. But in fact, it just intensified. And as it is with Saturn Returns, everything comes up into question. And I find this story really interesting and really refreshing because it's always a reminder to me of the power of our own personal growth and journey and that when we are ready for something, if we don't pay attention, our body, our soul, our emotional state, all of it will start to intensify, amplify, increase in its conversation inwardly and outwardly so that we start to pay attention and that's exactly what happened. I just want to preface here that the reason why this story came to mind for me is because I'm currently just about to finish redesigning my website and this website was finished in 2012 or 2013 so it's a very old website and it's back from my more um, holistic wellness focused state or I guess stage of my business and the stories that have come to mind for me today were written in this particular website which I've now decided to take off and then I had this realization that these are really pivotal parts of my story and they're also very reflective and very similar to a lot of the stories that a lot of women that I coach have as well. So this particular story sees me returning from London and still feeling really uh, destabilized and as I was about to say as does with certain returns all areas of my life started to come into question and in particular my relationship at the time I think by this point I had been in this relationship for three and a half or four years and I had received intuitive feelings clear knowings very strong messages from my inner higher self and was battling with these messages, my ego and my high self were battling with these messages, which were saying to me that this relationship needed to end, that it had come to the end or that it was no longer supportive for me. Of course, this was a very long time ago and I wasn't as apt as I am now at hearing these messages and trusting them and being able to differentiate between my ego 
and between my higher self, my intuition, my truth and what my mind was just, you know, critically analyzing. So it took me well over a year and a half to finally end this relationship. But I want to tell you one part of this particular story or two parts. I was in such conflict with my own mind that the irritable bowel syndrome that I had was only getting worse. In fact, I was getting very, very, very sick. The anxiety that I was feeling and the stress was showing in my body and in my behavior. I started to develop obsessive compulsive disorder. I would wake in the middle of the night to realign and fluff the cushions on the couch. I couldn't settle if I wasn't certain that I'd done that. And I started to develop something called an ectopic heartbeat, which is not, you know, a seriously major heart disease, but it was an indication that my body was trying to tell me something. An ectopic heartbeat basically feels like there's an extra heartbeat where there shouldn't be. And I remember being so disconnected with myself that I took myself off to the doctor finally and had a chat to my doctor about this, expecting full well that he was going to run some tests on me, send me off to some cardiologist, maybe prescribe me some medication. I don't even know why this is what I thought was right at that time, but I just so wanted it to be done, to be fixed. And my doctor turned to me and he said, Claire, whatever is going on inside your head, you need to deal with it. And I was positively flabbergasted and insulted and pretty pissed off. I thought, how dare you? You're a doctor. You're supposed to help me. Of course, not realizing full well in that moment that he was helping me. In fact, he helped me more in that moment than he could possibly ever realize. And I remember returning home and sitting with the truth bomb that he dropped and realizing, holy F, he is so right. He is so right. I'm not dealing with what's inside my head. I'm pushing it away. I'm squashing it. I'm not dealing with what my body is telling me. I'm pushing it away. I'm squashing it because it all just felt too hard, too hard to hurt somebody else, too hard to leap into the unknown, too hard to step forward because that's what my soul was actually asking me to do, to the next iteration of myself, to the next pathway, the next fork in the road that I needed to walk, to the next evolution, which meant, unfortunately, there would be some struggle, some pain, some discomfort, some unease. All of that felt too hard. So instead of actually paying attention, I was ignoring and squashing and pushing away. The day that I ended that relationship, that ectopic heartbeat ended and has never, ever returned. <sighs> I just had to take a deep breath into that, into the magnificence of the human body and the mind, how much we can create from our own thought patterns, from our own feelings and how much we can therefore heal and grow from our own thought patterns and our own feelings. My body was miraculously and magically telling me what needed to happen. And when I finally listened, my body immediately responded to show me a big fat yes. You got it, Claire. 
you got it. Six weeks later, I met my husband and I sat across from him on our very first date and I heard waves of truth rolling through my body that said, this is the man that you will marry and this is the man that you will have a family with. So why am I sharing this story? I have so many stories like this that indicate and signpost the beginning of an awakening, the beginning of transformation, the beginning of change, the beginning of growth, the beginning of a consciousness journey. I have so many stories like that at every pivotal point of my life. Not all of them are as dramatic, not all of them are... Um, led by my body experiencing pain because over the years I've gotten much better at listening and feeling and intuiting and knowing and understanding and responding. But I have so many stories like that and I'm going to hazard a guess that you do too. So what can some of the signs be that tell you that you are about to begin or that you are already waking up? And surprisingly, a lot of the signposts aren't always nice, pleasant things. There can be unexplainable crying. There can be physical symptoms in your body, like I experienced. There can be a feeling of heaviness, a lethargic, almost drained out feeling in your body for unexplainable reasons. You feel unwell, you feel tired, you feel exhausted, you feel like you just want to crawl into a hole and just stay there. It could also be moments of deep frustration with the people in your life that you've previously loved and respected and want to spend so much time with. And all of a sudden, those people feel abrasive and challenging, which is not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you immediately have to end those relationships, but it's usually an indication. There's something between me and this person that is rubbing me up the wrong way and that is no longer aligning with me. So why? what is that about? Why am I feeling like that? Can I explore that? So many of the signs that you are waking up aren't comfortable feelings. There aren't comfortable signposts. You don't get handed a letter in the mail that says, congratulations, your path of awakening has begun. Get ready for enlightenment and more joy and more abundance. Get ready to feel more grounded and centered and alive. And the reason why is because before you can experience more of that, there has to be this stripping back and this stripping away. There has to be. We have to release our conditioned tendencies, become aware of them first and then release them. We have to witness our habitual patterns. We have to notice our limiting beliefs and be willing to transform and evolve them. We have to sit in the dark night of the soul or the dark nights or months and actually be with the discomfort as who we once were starts to fall away and then we allow our guidance and our higher self to take us towards the people, places and experiences that are going to support us, provide us with more information, provide us with the tools that we need. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a state of longing and wondering what's next and where I can reach for support and I will randomly open an email or look on Instagram or hear something in conversation and it will be exactly the teacher or the course or the experience that I need to have in order for that next up leveling. Other signs that you are about to or already through your awakening is your interests start to change. 
I remember when I first began my yoga journey, which was the catalyst for all of this, all of this awakening for myself. I no longer cared about how perfect my hair looked and whether my makeup was flawless and what outfit I was wearing that day. I cared about packing my bag with all of my yoga gear so that I could go straight there after work and not showing up for a dinner and drinks with my girlfriends as frequently because I had to be on the mat. I had to be on the mat because that was my church at the time and that was where I came home to me and that is where I faced a lot of stuff. That is where I shed big, fat, salty tears as my body cracked open and my breath moved into tight corners and crevices that had never been opened or felt before. So your interests might change and you might find yourself craving a different connection, community, circle of people. And with that can also come feelings of loneliness as what you did before and who you did it with no longer resonates and aligns, but you haven't yet found your new tribe and your new person, place, way of being. So all of these things that I'm mentioning, again, I... I highlight for you that it can be really uneasy and full of a lot of discomfort. But that's not a problem, is it? Just like through motherhood and childbirth and pregnancy, there is a lot of unease and discomfort, but that's not a bad thing. It's part of the growth, like literally part of the growth. It's part of the rebirthing, literally. I've mentioned to you before about breathwork journeys that I've been on that have been wildly cathartic full of moaning and crying and screaming only to lead to the most blissful joyful enlightened embodied connection to the god I don't know how else to describe it I've had experiences working with white light and shadow and almost as if I'd taken ayahuasca, had like a, a, a full um, physical wild experience through my body that has led to so much truth and downloading so much knowledge and wisdom. So the signposts, the signs, the indicators that you are waking up can be a mixture of so many things. There can also be these moments of just pure elation and joy as you tap into a feeling you've never experienced before. As you sit with something that you never knew was possible, as you open yourself up to a new way of feeling and being. I remember being in a particular pose, a very restorative pose in, in yoga way back in the early days when I was religiously doing Iyengar yoga. And I have felt this wave of incredible peace and gladness through my body. I felt this wave of lightness. I can't really describe it. It's like all anxiety and stress had just left my body and I just felt incredibly safe and held and loved. And I remember questioning that moment and just thinking, what is this? And I realized that my nervous system for the first time in probably years, maybe 20 odd years by that point, had never regulated like that ever. That my breath was so incredibly smooth and supportive that I felt whole and integrated and alive. 
I remember that moment and just thinking, I would not give this up for anything. I will not return back to the life that I used to lead mentally, emotionally, physically, ever, because what I'm feeling right now is actually pure joy, actually heaven. So the signs that you are waking up can be such a mixture of different feelings and experiences and expect it to be a mixture of discomfort and excitement and joy and struggle and suffering and happiness, integration and complete shattering at the same time. It's so important for you to acknowledge all of the things that you're experiencing on your journey without judgment and with full compassion and being willing to step forward into whatever your journey is asking of you and to step forward and say, I'm willing to see that this awakening that I'm going through might be painful at times, might be full of discomfort and unease, but I'm willing to show up with grace and with love and self-compassion one day or one moment at a time. I'm willing to stand in the centre of this chaos with stability, to be a still point within that chaos, within that unravelling and to allow myself to grow through that and to allow myself to also be destabilised at times, to be brought down to my knees and to say, you got me, I'm broken and F you God, what is this about? Just like I have many, many times. And to say, I'll try again. So I'm not going to rattle off too many specific signs other than I want you to be open to the truth that when you're waking up, it's a feeling of unrest within you, a feeling of questioning, a feeling of wondering and pondering, a feeling of reviewing and analyzing your life. And yet at the same time, there is an opening, there is an expansion, there is a widening within you, there is a perspective shift, there is a moment where you feel happiness and joy simply at the feeling of change coming. Just like right now as I am allowing myself to wake up to so many things that are happening in the world, so many things that are dark and challenging and troublesome, but I'm allowing myself to see the beauty in that and be grateful for the awakening and to be willing to feel the unease that comes through this awakening, but knowing that it's only going to lead to so much beautiful unraveling for myself and humanity and the whole world. So to always see that silver lining through that awakening that yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it's painful at times. I sat yesterday looking at my phone reading about George Floyd and reading his specific words as he, he basically was in the, the throes of death. And my husband said to me, please stop doing that. And I said, no, I need, I need to sit with this feeling within me and I need to allow myself to acknowledge that and feel that because change will not come unless I, I look at it for myself and for everybody. 
So whatever level your awakening is on, please be with it. Please be with it and please acknowledge it and please be willing to go there and please be willing to show up to the signs and the directives from your higher self without judgment. Reach out for teachers and guides and resources and programs and workshops and classes and courses and all the things that you need to carry you through if you need that. So I'm going to leave you with all of those thoughts to ponder on. And just a reminder that if you need support, head over to clarabade.com. Check out the Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine membership. This is a beautiful space where I provide actual practices and tools and mini sessions to support you through your own awakening. Breathwork, meditation, tapping, and so much more to help be this catcher, I guess, to catch you a soft landing place for you as you lean into your own personal awakening and growth journey. I can't wait to hear from you and to witness you in your grace and your unease and your joy and all of the colors of your particular journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, I am just one mama on the path to work. And I hope you choose to wake up with me too.